purpose is it never changes it expands over a lifetime it never ever ever changes vision is what changes so vision is really being an expression of your purpose i definitely believe that your purpose never changes just how it shows up in the role that you're playing at the time yes is what changes successful brands are rooted in purpose and driven by the potential to make a positive impact on their customers welcome to the pursuit of purpose with amy austin each week amy brings you practical advice to embrace the power of purpose in all aspects of your business and transform it into the central storyline for your branding and marketing strategies. Before we join this conversation between Krista Resnick and myself, I wanna share with you a little bit more about a new service I'm offering called the Brand Confidence Mastermind. Now, during this conversation with Krista, we talk a lot about what she does as a life coach. And as I was listening and reflecting on this conversation, I realized that what she was describing is what I do for brands. If you need a life coach for your brand, if you need help overcoming those frustrations and uncertainties that you have related to building out a brand that will bring you the clientele that you're looking for, that will help you resonate with them, or better yet, even just identify them so that you can better relate to the struggles that they face day in, day out, while they're searching for a solution like what you can offer to them, the Brand Confidence Mastermind is here to help you do just that. Launching on August 1st, we will meet twice a month and we'll do hot seat coaching and have deep seated conversations around what makes your business tick and how can we make it happen and become a reality rather than just an idea. Give me a call or shoot me an email at amy at amyaustinmarketing.com. And we'll talk about whether or not the Brand Confidence Mastermind is the right place for you. I think it probably will be. I'm excited to offer this service, and I look forward to meeting all of you who join us as we find accountability and create clarity, consistency, and confidence in growing our business and viewing our brand as the all-important asset that it represents to our business. Give me a call shoot me an email, schedule a discovery call, and we'll find out if this is a good fit for you. Today, my guest is Krista Resnick, and she is a life coach. Krista, welcome to The Pursuit of Purpose. Can you tell my listeners a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. And first of all, I'm super excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Uh, a little bit about myself. What specifically do you want to know? Tell me about what kind of coaching that you do and who are the people that that really just light your fire when you are able to work with them. Mm, okay, that's a great question. I love that question. So what I really do is I help usually women specifically, and I really help women develop a sense of connection. I help them connect to who they are. I help them to connect to themselves, to spirit, to others, to the world. 
And so what I call that, Amy, is radical soul care. Because when I first started out in the industry, I was calling it radical self-care. And I was getting lumped in with manis and petties. <laughs> oh, yeah, I could see where that might happen. Yes, yes. And I thought, okay, if I have to have another conversation about self-care in the same breath as a mani and a pedi and a massage, I'm going to stab my eyeballs out. Because as we know, when the bubbles go down the drain or when the glass of Chardonnay is gone or when the petty is over, we're right back into the situation, right? The stress, the overwhelm, the fear, the hard conversations, the tolerations, whatever it might be. Now, I do manis and petties and massages. I have one scheduled this Friday. <laughs> so there's no judgment. I'm a big fan. But I really, really wanted to pivot into a deeper conversation. Right. And that really is what I discovered through the radical self-care was, no, no, no. It's, a, it's really radical soul care. It's really about helping women uncover and I say uncover very deliberately who they are, because in our culture and our world, as you know, people think that they are the book that they wrote. They think they are the trophy on the wall. They think they are the accreditation or the degree or the salary or the house or the car. And you are not those things. They're, they're wonderful things to strive for. Of course, of course. And those can be a beautiful reflection of our hard work and our discipline and our conviction and all of those things. But at the end of the day, I find that 80% of the women that I work with, at least, if not more, don't know who they are. They don't know who they are. And when we start to strip away some of those titles and accolades, because I work with a lot of high achieving women, women who hustle, women who grind, women who want to get to the top, women who do a lot of proving. Typically, I work with a lot of women that fall into the proving, people pleasing, and perfectionism. So it's the three big P's, right? So when we start stripping away all of the titles and the accolades, women really go, ooh, I don't know who I am. And that's when we can start to dig into their soul and really discover some of the things that have been covered up for a very long time. Sure. So that really leads me to believe that, and I know the answer to this question, so I'm setting you up, but that you're really helping them get in touch with what their purpose is. Yes, exactly. It's exactly what I'm doing is getting in touch with their purpose. And then leading them through a, an understanding of how to embrace that and really leverage it yeah. in their lives in a way that is very impactful. Yes. How they can actually be an expression of their purpose every single day. That's how we really have life satiation, fulfillment, satisfaction, happiness, joy, bliss. I mean, I could go on and on. It's well, really be an expression of our purpose. Exactly. And I think, you know, as anybody who's listened to my show for a while knows, I fully believe that when you are in touch with your purpose and you are a founder of a company or a founder of a business or solopreneur, whatever it might be, when you know what that purpose is, it's going to permeate into the way that you do your work, 
the way that your brand expresses itself, the reputation that you have, all of that becomes the cornerstone. Yeah. You know, that purpose becomes the cornerstone of what your business will become when you are, when, when you know that. And so it's very, yes. very important yes. to understand yep. that deeper always, understanding. Absolutely. And, and the way that I like to explain purpose is, you know, pretend that you were going to build a house starting, you know, tomorrow. One of the first things you would do is you would build a solid foundation, right? You need a solid foundation. You cannot build on sand or things of that nature because when the storm comes, and that's a great metaphor for there's all sorts of storms that happen in life, Absolutely. right? I mean, the boss looks at you and says, you're fired. The partner looks at you and says, I want a divorce. The kid walks through the front door and says, mom, I had a really big screw up and I don't know if this is reversible. Whatever it might be, the storms come. So if your life isn't built on something solid, AKA your purpose, it feels as though you are just floundering and the rug gets pulled out from under you, right? Right, and the same is true for, for a brand. If you're not building your business on that strong foundation and have an understanding of what you stand for, what is important as a business, when that storm hits, because inevitably there's going to be storms in your business the same way as what there are in, a, in your personal life, you have to be able to sustain those and know how you're going to respond and what's important and how, how to overcome that challenge. Yeah, absolutely. So Krista, you have a podcast um, called The Selfish Badass. Correct? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> and so I, uh, in preparation for this, I spent a little bit of time listening to a few of your episodes and was struck by the fact that we both, we both use a set of three C words and they're very similar. You use clarity, courage, and conviction. I use clarity, consistency, and confidence. Tell me a little bit about what you mean by clarity, courage, and conviction. All right. So let's start with clarity, right? I love, I love that word. <laughs> I love that word because for so long I had no clarity in my life, right? I, I, so, and we learned through contrast. I'm so thankful for those seasons and moments in my life where I had no clarity because now having clarity and in, in knowing the direction that I want to go, having a purpose, having a vision, it's constantly about taking intentional action, right? It's yep. constantly about knowing that, okay, um, I know, I know that I want to host this retreat, right? And I don't know how I'm going to make it happen, but we're going to figure it out because I am called to host a retreat. It is clear to me that I need to host a retreat for women to, to have reprieve, a weekend getaway, to meditate, to learn what their purpose is, whatever. With action comes clarity, right? And, mm -hmm. and being unclear is unkind. I think Brene Brown says that. I think that's a quote by her. I think you're right. I think yeah. You're right. It's just, it's cruel to others. It's cruel to yourself, more importantly, to live life in such a fog of not knowing what direction and just be so willy nilly with your life. I mean, I'm all about fun. I'm all about play. I am 
all about levity. We make life so ridiculously hard. And in the same breath, we want to be women who take action so that we can have that clarity in our life and not be living in such a fog. That's misery. It's misery to just be so willy nilly with your life. Right? Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I look at clarity. I could take so much of what you just said and apply that to why I coach my clients on getting clarity around their brand. Because if, if you have that fog, to use one of your analogies, if you have that fog around you in your business and you're trying to figure out how to move forward, you're not going to move forward because you're yeah. not going to know what direction to go. There's going to be that uncertainty and that lack of direction or confusion. Yes. And, you know, it's the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it leads to a lot of, um, analysis by paralysis or par- is it paralysis by one of those <laughs> paralysis by analysis or analysis by paralysis. I think it's paralysis by analysis. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You get the gist. Yes. You just sit there and you spin and you spin and you spin mm-hmm. and you spin because as you, as you said, you just don't even know what direction to go because you're so unclear with where you're going. And probably my favorite quote, one of my favorite quotes is how we do anything is how we do everything. So if you're unclear in one component of your life, maybe it's your brand, maybe it's, you know, your finances or your, what you want for your relationships, you know, what you want for personal growth, you know, where you want to be in a year, you're going to be foggy in all those areas. It Mm -hmm. just spills over into all components of your life. You know, where do you want to be a year from now with your health, with your wellness, with your relationships, with your kids, with your soul sisters, your tribe, you've got to have clarity around those things. So you know what actions to take. Right. And how many of us have been in those positions at some point in time? Yes. You know, that clarity gives us it gives us a roadmap almost to be able to know what our next step needs to be because we ultimately know where we want to go so we can reverse engineer it and figure out what the steps are to get there. But yeah. when, when we live in that fog, regardless of what aspect it is in your life, when you live in that fog, you can't see what the next step is. Yes, you can't. You absolutely can't. Or you can see multiple ones, but you don't, have the confidence associated that with clarity yeah. to know which step to take. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Clarity is king. Yes. yes. <laughs> and you don't always, you don't always get to know when we're talking about clarity. I think it's important to point out too, we don't get to know all 100 steps, but we do get to know maybe the first one or two. Exactly. Exactly. And then we just keep taking imperfect action. Yep. And in order to do that, I think that fits nicely into what your next C is, which is courage. You have yes. to have the courage to be able to to step into those. Yes. To step yes. into clarity even mm-hmm. is a courageous act. It really is. And along with the conversation of courage, I think we have to talk about fear and making fear our best friend. 
You yeah. know, I don't believe in the word fearless. I hate the word actually. Um, I think it's a bit bigger curse word than the F word, <laughs> than the actual F word, because it sets people up with this idea that, well, Amy's doing that because she's fearless. I feel so much fear. What's wrong with me? No, Amy just did that and brought the fear alongside her. She, she brought fear along for the ride. I'm sure you've done a lot of things where you've been borderline terrified, right? but you didn't allow fear to run the show. So the way that I explain fear to a lot of my clients is fear has been driving the bus or driving the car probably for many people for a very long time. What we're going to do is we're going to build a, a healthy relationship with it and we're going to bring it along, but we're not going to let it drive the car anymore. We're not going to let it run the show. We're going to put it in the back seat where it belongs. It's not going to get access to the air conditioning and the heat, and it's not going to get access to the serious radio. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to buckle it up. We're going to bring it along, but it doesn't get to ride in the front seat any longer. Yep. So I, when people realize that, oh, everything you do, you're actually kind of afraid and a little fearful. Yep, I am. It releases a lot of that pressure for people. It's a natural response that we have been somewhere along the line trained to believe that it is a negative response to have. Yes. And we really need to embrace it as just a fact of life. Fear. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it, it is what it is. We're all going to be afraid of something at some point in time, probably on a daily basis. Yep. And we just need to accept it and recognize, recognize it has a place. I yeah. believe to go back to Brene Brown, I believe in her book, um, the gifts of imperfection. She talks about the people in the arena with you yeah. and fear has one of the seats in the arena yep. and you just need to understand what their role is. Kind yeah. of like what you were saying of their role is to sit in the back seat and be there, but they don't get to have control. Yes, exactly. And it's really just, again, I think knowledge can be power. And so I like to teach in a way that I guess maybe I needed when I was first starting out. So some of these concepts in the personal development world, I think can be very esoteric. And that does not always serve people well. So I try to paint a picture and use my sense of humor to really teach in the way that I needed when I was first stepping my toe in the water of the personal growth world. And, you know, it's really just having this understanding that fear is just trying to keep you safe. You know, back in the, back in the exactly. caveman days, you know, if you stepped outside of the cave to go and collect blueberries for your family... You know, maybe there was a bush, <laughs> blueberry bush, you know, 300 feet over from the cave and there was a tiger behind the bush. You better have some fear, right? And you better get your hind end moving <laughs> <laughs> or you're going to be lunch, right? Exactly. But the problem is, is that we as humans haven't really evolved from those caveman days. And so now we're not afraid of the tiger behind the bush we're afraid of things like, will she find me valuable? Will they think I'm a joke? 
Will I actually be able to step out and do this work? Will I make a fool out of myself? Will I stumble my words? What if it's not perfect? Things of that nature. Yep. And those are all things that when you, you know, if you switch out an individual for a business and what they're doing, those are all fears that, that a business faces. Yep. Yep. So, and they're all totally normal. Yeah. Yeah. We need to embrace and appreciate yes. the role that fear plays in our life and, and flip it into a courageous act for us rather than, rather than one that holds us back. Exactly. Exactly. And so I just invite the listeners to, and again, this is my levity and my playfulness and my humor coming through, but I'll engage in conversations with it. Like, well, of course you're trying, I fear, (laughs) how are you today? Of course you're showing up when I'm ready to do this really big speaking engagement. Oh, there you are again. Of course you're showing up when I'm ready to sign the contract for the gorgeous five-star hotel for my upcoming workshop. Of course, of course you're showing up. You're trying to keep me safe. You're just trying to keep me playing small for safety. So I think when we really understand it, it minimizes it. And it really, you know, what we resist persists. It's like a, it's like a little um, toddler that's having a temper tantrum. It just gets louder and louder and louder. So when we engage with fear and that inner critic, those kind of go in tandem a little bit, it quiets the voice. It's always going to be there. It's never going to go away a hundred percent, but if we stop resisting it, and we engage with it and play with it a little bit and have a sense of humor, it really minimizes its voice and its stronghold that it can have in our lives. Exactly. So your third C is conviction. Yes. Tell me about conviction. Oh, I'm currently obsessed with that word. (laughs) (laughs) Conviction is to know beyond knowing, beyond knowing, beyond knowing. This is what I stand for. This is what I believe. Gall darn it, I'm not going down easy because I believe what I believe, what I believe, what I believe, and I know what I know, what I know, what I know. I mean, it is having this steadfast, I don't even know what other you, you word to use other than conviction, a steadfast knowing that it, it, it's just, I think it's, it's- I think it's a stronger word than confidence. It is. It even goes beyond confidence. Right. Yes. So it's when I talk about conviction, you know, in my industry and the clients that I work with, it's this is who I am. This is my assignment. This is my calling. If you don't like it, you are more than welcome to go watch somebody else's Facebook Live. (laughs) You are more than welcome to sign up for somebody's retreat. Good luck, love and light, wish you well, be on your way. (laughs) But this is who I am and you don't get to have a say about that. Right. It's such a good word. It is a good word because it also helps, you know, when when you're strong in your convictions, when you, when you stand tall in those convictions, like you just said, 
people are going to know whether or not they're your people yeah. or not really yes. quickly. And you're giving them the power to be able to make that decision. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. You know, it has nothing to do with you. Yeah. It has everything to do with them. Mm-hmm. And that is, you know, when you can do that, that's very powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Can I share a quick personal story? Yes, absolutely. Actually, something that just happened a little while ago. <laughs> So it's kind of cool. So there is a woman in my network. She's a client of mine right now. And I never really knew how she came into my, into my universe, into my planet. And somehow today I'm, I'm running a group coaching program currently. And so some of the women in the, in the forum were talking and this one woman said, I've got to share the story of, of how I came into Krista's world because I don't think Krista even knows how I landed in her, in her planet. And I said, well, I'd love to hear. We have a mutual friend um, or, or a mutual acquaintance. Both of these women live in a completely different state. And one day, this mutual acquaintance that we have has very, very strong opinions on things and is not afraid to share them. And one day she shared something on one of her Facebook posts and I was challenging her a little bit because I was very convicted in, in what I was challenging her on. And so this woman that is now a client saw that and said, I got to have me some of that. <laughs> like I got to get in that woman's energy. I need to be around somebody that is willing to go there that is willing to say the thing, that is willing to do the thing, that is willing to be convicted. And so she came into my world, you know, started following my Facebook page, you know, did a challenge that I recently ran, yada, 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 and she's now a client. So crazy things happen when, crazy good things happen, I should say, when you are really convicted in who you are, what you stand for, what you believe, your values, all of those good things. Absolutely. And as a business, that's important. I mean, and I think what you just said illustrates that point equally as well for you as a business person as what it does for you as an individual person, mm -hmm. you know, just for who you are as Krista, the person and Krista, the brand, right? Yes. Because you were showing your conviction yeah. in a way that gave a prospective client insight into who you are, what you stand for, your energy, how you work, and it gave her enough to make her want to know more. Yes. And yes. find out more to mm -hmm. find out if she in fact wanted to work with you and she came around to that she did. Yeah. You know, yeah. so you, you, they gravitated to you because of your stance, your conviction. Yeah. Yes. And that's, that's because so powerful. Energy. Yeah. I thought that was a really powerful story. And it was funny because she just shared that with me a couple hours ago. And I said to her, I will be sharing that in a story at some point. I don't know if it'll be a blog post, all anonymous, of course, but then it was funny how it kind of unraveled. And we just, you know, it was like, Oh, when you were talking, I've got to share that story. No wonder why she shared that with me exactly. a couple hours ago. Right. So that I could share it with your listeners that when you really stand in your conviction, life is just amazing because you're attracting people into your world that 
are like-minded or not even like-minded, but that are in the same energetic vibration that are going places that are engaging in higher level conversations. They're not engaging in disempowering garbage, gossip, drama, worry, frustration, disappointment, you know, all of the muck. Not that we don't have moments like that, but I don't stay there. Right. Right. I don't stay in those disempowering feeling tones. So when you are convicted, you, you draw opportunities, experiences, situations, people into your life that also either have that conviction or want to be around that conviction or just want to be in your energy because it's like, I got to get me some of that. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And that's, that's what we want to have happen. And we want it to happen authentically because if we try and force any of those things you know we can't we can't force fit ourselves into into something that clearly is not us right our clarity does not allow us to take a misstep because it's rooted in our purpose which is authentically who we are we can't courageously take the right step without it being connected to who we are at our core same way with we can't have a strong conviction without that connection back to to that core authentic self yes yes and you know if we if you do try and force fit yourself into something you're going to make those missteps you're not going to have the same the same compassion the same the conviction is not going to feel real mm-hmm Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to feel like a fraud. It's yes. going to be you know, some of that imposter syndrome coming up. Yep. Mm-hmm. And people are going to see that and mm-hmm. feel it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you're going to recognize it if you're getting a bunch of people coming to you that you're like, I don't understand why these people are all showing up at my doorstep. They're not, they're not my audience. They're not the people who I resonate with. Then that to me is a time when you need to go back and look at what have I done or where can I peel back something that is maybe not quite true to who I am yeah. or true to who I am, who, who my business represents? Yeah. You know, whichever yeah. that you're looking at. Talk to me a little bit about vision mm. because I think in order to have that clarity and that courage and those convictions, we also need to know the vision of where we want to go. Yes. And, and they're interconnected, Mm -hmm. but they're not the same. Purpose and vision. Yes. Right. Right. Purpose is really, it's in your DNA. It is who you are. The moment you have breath, life, (laughs) the moment you're conceived, I, I believe, I choose to believe that, you know, whether you believe in God, universe, whatever it is that you believe that you know, God doesn't make junk and he certainly didn't start with you or me, (laughs) you know? And so when he designed you and I, we had a purpose from the very moment our life was given to us. We have a purpose and it's truly in your DNA. You can't deny it. You don't have to try to be it. It is just naturally who you are. Purpose is, it never changes. It expands over a lifetime. It never, ever, ever changes. 
vision is what changes. So vision is really being an expression of your purpose. Where do you actually want to be one year from now? That's your vision. Where do you want to be in your career? Where do you want to be in your relationships, your marriage, your social relationships, your relationship with yourself? Where do you want to be in your health and wellness? Where do you want to be with your finances? Where do you want to be spiritually? You know, looking at all the different components of your life, where do you want to be? What do you want to be doing? What do you want to be kind of reaching for? So that's really, once you kind of uncover your purpose and realize who you are, then you sort of begin to lean into, what do I want to be doing a year from now? For an example, because I know this can be a little esoteric. My purpose is through my love, sometimes I say compassion. Lately, I've been using more of the word compassion. Through my compassion, my curiosity, my vibrancy and my truth telling. I create high quality relationships with women so that they can own their personal power, speak their truth and develop a high quality relationship with themselves. That's my purpose statement, okay? And every client that works with me gets to create a purpose statement. That will never, ever change. Right now, my purpose is directly kind of interwoven with coaching because they go so hand in hand. But I want your listeners to really understand it doesn't have to be. So for me, if I'm no longer coaching, let's just say tomorrow somebody knocked on my door and said, you're never going to be able to coach again for whatever reason, which would be weird, but (laughs) let's just say it happened. I would still be creating high quality relationships with people so that they could own their power, speak their truth, and develop a high quality relationship with themselves. Might be in a coffee shop every Friday morning, just having a conversation. Might be, you know, on a cruise. My husband and I take a, take a 10 day cruise vacation and I meet a really extraordinary woman and have a really powerful conversation with her and I help her develop a high quality relationship with herself. Now, what's interesting, Amy, is because your purpose never ever changes, it's always been there. It just gets covered up by all sorts of things, you know, patriarchy, capitalism. Lots of baggage. Lots of baggage, <laughs> lots of limiting beliefs and junks. Yeah, yeah. Several years ago, I was working at, I was a mentor to young high school women. I was helping them develop high quality relationships with themselves. I was helping them really own their truth and their power. Didn't know it at the time. Didn't know it. Right. And even before that, what was I doing? I stayed at home with my boys for quite a number of years. I was helping them develop a high quality relationship with themselves. I was helping them own their power, speak their truth. Guess what? After I mentored those young women for several years, they would come to my house weekly for years and we would have talks and conversations and meals together. Then I was a high school senior photographer. Guess what? I was helping those young women and their mothers that would come on the photo shoots 
develop high quality relationships with themselves. I actually, even uh, through my photography business, started a leadership team with some of the young high school women that I photographed. And again, they came to my house every single week. We did dinner together. We did spa days. We did all these fun little activities. And what I was really doing was helping them step into their power, speak their truth, develop a high quality relationship with themselves. Yep. Now I do that through coaching. Yep. So as you can see, the story that I'm trying to build for you, for you and your listeners is that my purpose never changed how I was an expression of it with every season of life has looked different. Does that make sense? Makes total sense because I will say, and I know when, when we talked kind of in prep for this, I shared with you, you know, I'm a big fan of Simon Sinek and and I've done his work to help me under uncover what my purpose is and to create a statement. Once I did that, I was able to look back at so many things from high school, college, early career that when I looked at them through the lens of what my purpose is, the decisions that I made, the reactions that I had, the role that I played in all of those circumstances made so much more sense than what it probably did at the time that I was doing it. Of course. Yep. So I, I definitely believe that your purpose never changes. Just how it shows up in the role that you're playing at the time yes is what changes yes. you know i i for a number of years coordinated the walking school bus for my daughter's elementary school so i was responsible for lining up the parent volunteers to walk a group of kids to school from a neighborhood you know from three different neighborhoods to the elementary school twice a week for several weeks in the fall and in the spring And I've had people ask me, well, what does that have to do? You know, how did that fulfill your purpose? So my purpose statement is to lead with compassion and an open heart so that others succeed. Mm. Why did I do walking school bus for seven years? I was showing up with compassion and an Mm. open heart for these kids to make sure that they could get to school safely and learn how to get to school safely on their own with a group of parent volunteers. So not only did we did we teach them how to do that safely and confidently, it was also a great opportunity for them to foster relationships intergenerationally because we had grandparents that would walk as well as parents. It gave them opportunities to meet people from other parts of, of their neighborhood or on their route to school. I mean, so there were so many things that led to those kids having a new level of success. Yes. Yes. You know, it was fulfilling for me. When my daughter moved out of elementary school on the first nice day of the fall, that was a Wednesday or a Friday, I was like, huh, last year I would have been walking a group of kids to school right now. I kind of miss that. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it was, it, it just was a, an extension of my purpose or it was yes. a way to fulfill my purpose yeah. that doesn't have anything to do with marketing and branding. I mean, I can tell you all day long how, how, what I do in helping clients articulate their, their brand and get to the root of what their business purpose is and how that articulates out into their messaging and, and their success as a business. I can tell you how my purpose relates to that all day long, but 
finding those other things outside of your business life that support your purpose and fulfill it in a way that is rewarding yeah is so important too it's so important we cannot and i see this a lot with my clients so we cannot put a hundred percent into ten percent of who we are and you notice that a lot of people try to just pack all of who they are into their career and it doesn't work there's all these other beautiful components of your life that need to be mended and sought after and carefully tended to, or you end up burned out. Right. And then you're not going to be a success in that 10% that you're trying to be a success in. Uh-huh. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like this is a really nice place to kind of wrap up our conversation. Yeah. Um, you know, it kind of just brings it all together into why it's important for us to understand our purpose and why we do what we do and how to fulfill that. Mm -hmm. So Krista, I guess in closing, a couple of things. One, share with my listeners how they can find you. And also, if you were to just give someone one piece of advice, one key thing that, that you want them to remember out of this discussion or the importance of understanding purpose, what would that be? Oh boy. I know that's a huge question. I'm sorry. That's a really loaded question. How much time do we have? Okay. So <laughs> as far as where they can find me, I'm in all of the places. So I'm assuming that, you know, you're going to have links and show notes. Yep. I will put all of it in the show notes. Absolutely. Awesome. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook, KristaResnick.com. You can find me any of those places. And then the other question, oh, one tip in terms of purpose. Okay, so there's a lot of different directions I actually could go with this question, but something that I have been jamming on for a couple of weeks, so I feel like I need to talk about it, is if you're somebody who really struggles with this concept of purpose, most of my clients really do. It's not an easy process because from the time we are totting around when we're little, we're just taught to look outside of ourselves for the answers. We're taught to look outside of ourselves for our value and our worth. And you're worthy. First of all, I have to say you're worthy because your eyes popped open today. That's why you're worthy. That's why you're enough. It's not because of anything that you did to improve your worthiness or add to your worthiness. There's nothing you can do to to detract or take away from your worthiness, you are just worthy. You just are because you literally woke up today. That's why you're worthy. We're just taught wrong. We're taught that our worthiness and our enoughness comes from the diplomas and the things on the wall and the friend group that we have and all of those things. And it's not correct. So if you're somebody that's really struggling with purpose, really think about what are some of the things that you love doing? What do you love doing? What do you get so caught up in when you're just being you, when you're just like in your enoughness and you're just in your, your worthiness and you're just being you and you're just doing you, you're not trying to impress anybody. You know, you're not trying to be anything. What are you doing? Are you gardening? 
Are you playing with your nieces and nephews? Are you writing? Are you baking? Are you crocheting? Now, that doesn't mean that if you are playing with your nieces and nephews and absolutely love that and you lose all track of time that you should open up a daycare. <laughs> That's where people go haywire. They're like, whoa, so that means I have to open up a, a, a daycare now? No, 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 no. What characteristics is that pulling out of you? What strengths is that pulling out of you? What are you feeling and experiencing when you are playing with your niece and your nephew, when you are losing all sense of time? What is that extracting from you? Those are clues to really begin to uncover your purpose. So it's really worth looking at some of those things that light a fire under your backside and, and the things that you just lose all sense of time. Those are some of the clues and the nuggets. Well, what is it? You know, I had a client the other day. I don't, she was so frustrated. I don't know my purpose. I, I mean, I just want to sit on the beach. I just, I just like to be on the beach with my family. Bingo. What is it about the beach that you love? What is it about being with your family that you love? And then we went deeper and we went deeper and we went deeper and pretty soon we extracted the gold. And now she's got this beautiful purpose statement. But those are some of the clues. So don't overlook them because they're part of who you are. They're part of your DNA. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense to me. Absolutely. It's a good takeaway for your listeners. It is. It's a lovely ending to our conversation. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. So- I will post the show note into the show notes, links on where to find you, links to your website and to your podcast as well. And thank you so much, Krista, for your time today. I really enjoyed our conversation. Oh, it was an absolute treat to be here. I'm just honored to have the opportunity to chat with you and to, uh, you know, just share this message of purpose with your listeners. So thank you. This has been the Pursuit of Purpose podcast presented by Austin Marketing. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast player. Head over to amyaustinmarketing.com for links and resources mentioned in today's show, as well as ways to subscribe and connect with Amy. Thanks for listening.